you're listening to Open Mind Industries Podcast. The Mind Unleashed. Sit back, listen, and open your mind. Hey guys, welcome to episode 6 of The Mind Unleashed. You made it, I made it, it's been a while. Been working like crazy and getting called in a lot, so that's why I haven't been recording. And really not much to talk about, sadly. But now I have some things to talk about, and this is just going to be a fun episode of uh, what I've been up to. Um, Shit like that, and you guys can just tune in and turn off, turn on, whatever you need to be. Anyway, um, happy belated Mother's Day to all you mothers out there. Uh... It was a fun one. I actually had to work yesterday, so I didn't get to spend time with mom. When I got home uh, last night, I, uh, you know, spent a little bit of time with her, and we talked and uh, posted an old quote that I made up for her last year, and she liked it. It's still funny and uh, great, you know, stuff like that. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, a lot has been happening. Um, weird. Uh, yeah, a lot has happened in the last two weeks. I've been having like wanting, wanting the post, but I really didn't know what to say on the freaking podcast. So I'm just like, okay. um, Guardians came out. Mother's Day has happened, so I'm going to talk a little about Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, also about a little bit of 3D printing, and I have a few friends that want to get into that a little bit. So I've been talking with them throughout the week. Um, Ninja Flex stuff, um, but pretty much some of the new stuff I've been doing. Um, I'm thinking about doing with Clay. So I've been trying to. Uh, I want to get back into some clay modeling, but I've been looking for a 3D scanning software, and I think I found it. So that's what I've been looking at. I've been looking at getting back into my sculptures because I think um, sculpting and model making is going to be better for me in the long run to get back into like doing crutch tips, what have you. Um, because I know I can 3D model, um, but I want to do something. Like I said in my last episode, I've been talking about uh, one, two, three design, solid work, stuff like that. Things I would tinker can things I would use to uh, get into the modeling, but like I said before, I am a sculptor, I used to sculpt, and uh, I like feeling the model in my hand and then measuring it from there. Um, oh, sorry, an itch. Uh. Anyway, so I wanted to get into that, and I have a lot of clay underneath my desk here that I really need to start using. So I was like, you know what, I need to get rid of this clay, and I need to, I gave some of my tools to a model maker at work, who do, they do a horn and stuff like that, and they're kind of budget, they're run a, the department's in kind of a budget, so I was like, you know what, I'm not using my sculpting tools anymore, <laughs> and I uh, gave it to him, so I was like, you know what, he asked nicely, so I was like, hey man, I got from Amazon for like five, ten bucks, a whole kit, so I gave it to him, my sculpting, all my stuff, but I was, uh, I was like, shit man, you know, I really want to get back into sculpting again, I really want to do some um, model stuff, but I really have, I had the XYZ scanner here that I really want to use, Now the problem with that is, the fucking scanner was like 150 bucks, and I got it pre, I, I pre-ordered it. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking, okay, XYZ is good. Like I said, they're a great printing company. I recommend the printers, stuff like that. We, I talked about that previously, the DRM. But now the new printer doesn't. You can use DRM or the uh, selectors, whatever, you know. And the Pro software is actually pretty good. You can do more adjustments, stuff like that. But if I was you guys, I would get into uh, the simplified 3D. But anyway, let me get off topic on that. So anyway... Um, we really want to get into sculpting because I really have some ideas for my crutch. And everybody's like, hey, are you still working on 3D crutch? Yes, I am. We've just been a little bit behind on that. And 
just a lot of things have been coming up. We're moving soon and shit like that. So um, uh, I'm really wanting just to kind of use what I use now. That's especially the Ninja Flex. And somebody stopped me a while back and was like, I think it was about two, three weeks ago. And they're like, hey, man, your crutches are painted. The paint's kind of worn out. What are you going to do with them next? So the goal of me was I had a kind of a thought. And I wanted to fucking do uh, Batman and Joker. Now, I'm a big Kevin Conroy fan and Mark Hamill fan. So, they are the Batman and Joker that I will always know. I mean, Heath Ledger did it. Jack Nicholson, obviously. They're your on-screen. Jared Leto uh, for Suicide Squad, if, if for some of you who haven't seen it. Um, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Everybody's thinking is Jason Todd. Which I was like, wow, it makes sense. Because the armor has cuts in the suit. Now... With the crutches that I use, my forearm crutches, I did prior, previously, I had them uh, camouflage duct tape, and I don't have any photos of that. I had to, actually got a funny story behind that, because I was listening to Zach Gaynor about some of his stuff, and I kind of wanted to issue some fun, just a fun episode of this. Um, I always wanted to cover my crutches, like, I always wanted to make sure they were, like, you know, a good color, blue, yellow, what have you, because you usually get that medical, you know, Aluminum, which is just silver, what have you. But I decided, shit, man, let me do something uh, different. You know, so I was out with my aunt one time, and I was doing some computer work for somebody. So I said, all right, man, let me, you know, I, how much is that duct tape? And that duct tape was like, I think, 15 bucks for the roll. So I said, all right, man, I'm going to buy a roll of that. And it was woodland duct tape, like this duct tape you just freaking stick on. So I did. And uh, come to find out, this is before we started Open Mind. And I made, went up with John, and I had the duct tape actually around the crutches. So you take the tube, and I just wrapped it around. I took it there, took about a few strands of duct tape to just to get it kind of wrapped around. And it was like kind of a vinyl. So people like to put, oh my God, dude, that's so freaking awesome. It's so freaking awesome. And then uh, like one day, when and John were just having lunch, we just we just sat down and had lunch, and we we're just talking about open mind stuff. And we we're at the um, City Walk over at Universal. No shit, some kid and his friend that'd be like no more than 15, 16 just grabs my crutch and picks it up and goes, that's fucking awesome. And I'm like, uh, thank you. Can I have my crutch back? <laughs> and puts it back down. He goes, what the hell? It's, oh, it's duct tape. And I'm like, yeah, man, it's just duct tape. Um, and previously, I used to spray paint my crutches, but I usually you're supposed to use like automotive paint. And um, supposedly you're supposed to prime them and stuff like that. I did a couple of coats with like metallic uh, blue because blue is one of my favorite colors. But um, that's my goal with the crutch now. I want to do... I did for the Halloween project, I did kind of a steampunk kind of look. If anybody's been over to Universal and has done, um, has gone to the uh, Chocolate Factory, Chocolate Emporium, uh, they have two characters called Jacques and um, Lady Penelope. And if you read through the damn menu, it's kind of like they walk up to you and talk to you, and Jacques has a kind of a microphone thing in his helmet, and then he's able to talk to you and goes, Hello, how are you? And I got a video of that. And we start talking with him, and my lady was very fucking intrigued by that. And she said, Hey, you know, I really want you to, uh, I really want to do Halloween something since first. So I said, all right. Not big on dressing up or anything like that and going too crazy. I wanted to be budget friendly because I'm still going to pay, pay some bills. And uh, we said, all right, you know, let's do a steampunk look. And I like that kind of steampunk um, mentality look. I'm kind of a noir kind of guy. And um, so I went out, went on Amazon, found the copper spray paint, which I think is up in one of my bins here. And I still got a whole good canister of it. I was going to recoat them again, but I was like, you know what, the paint's kind of wearing off, whatever. It's a cryon, uh, so you can get them Walmart, and it's kind of a metallic copper look. Worked out pretty well. I had them covered up for a few months, but when you drop your crutches constantly, the paint's going to wear off. So, 
I was out with my aunt a while back, and uh, <laughs> oh shit, that's right. I just get this, just get past the whole thing with the duct tape thing. Okay, let me just stop where I was. So, um, with the duct tape thing, funny ass story with that. What happened was, is I was going on a ride called Rip Ride Rocket, which is at Universal. Now, I went up with a buddy of mine. We decided to ride it, and uh, this is when I still the duct tape on. All of a sudden. Uh, I go back in the freaking the unload, which the, the car comes back in, and you, you know, you know, come to find out, I'm like, all right, where the fuck are my crutches, you know? And the guy came out with me, he has a headset on, he's like, he's like, hey, man, um, you gotta hold on for a minute, your crutches aren't here. And I went, what? He went, yeah, man, some guy decided to take your crutches from unload. He thought he, he claimed that they were his, um, somebody downstairs, because they, they saw him do it on camera. Um... I guess he must have liked them so much, or he just, you know, they were just fucking duct tape on crutches. The dude ended up taking them, and took them down fucking stairs, and, uh, was like, oh no, they're mine, they're mine, you know, and then they had to get, like, security involved real quick, and security was already kind of there, and they're like, dude, you just took this guy's crutches, he's on the vehicle, what have you, and my buddy was like, what the fuck, you took your crutches, I'm like, I know, but what the guy didn't notice is I, we engraved my name on them, which is Ali, so A-L-I, and then my, my gamer tag was Q5. Which it still is. So, I'll EQ5 um, on my crutches. And they go, okay, well, if these are your crutches, why, what's that game, what's that, what's that, why does it say Ollie? Oh, no, that's, da, da, da. and I don't really know the whole story, what they said to him, but he used to say he had my freaking crutches. So, they had to come back upstairs to the elevator and grab my crutches back for me. And, uh, you know, I didn't, no harm, no foul. I got them back within, like, five minutes. But it still kind of effed up that I had to be kind of, like, taken off the vehicle with my hand. My buddy had to hold my arm and kind of pull me off and put me in a damn chair. Uh, but, yeah, it was pretty fucked up. So, um, that's another effed up story and funny story I thought was making you guys kind of giggle. But that did happen. My courage did get stolen off Rip Ride Rocket. And people were like, what? Why? And I was like, I told him that story with the duct tape. It was just duct tape. But he found it so intriguing that he had to take them. I don't know what the hell he was going to do with them, but whatever. But anyway, back to the uh, spray paint thing. So we went there and we wanted to do kind of things. So I spray painted them and then you drop them and then the um, the paint does wear down. So you need like three, three or four coats. So like I said, I got stopped about, I want to say about like three, four weeks. No, about a month ago. I was with my aunt Colleen. She came up from New York and um, she a, a couple stopped us and it was a really cool couple. Uh, black lady and white dude, really cool couple. They were like in their late late forty five, right in her early late forties. Really chill couple. They were having a great time. But she has stopped me and she tapped me on the shoulder. She goes, "Man, that color, the copper looks really amazing. Like, why did you do that?" I was like, "Well, I did it with the uh, and I did it with the did it with the spray paint." She goes, "Ah, oh, she was like, I was like, yeah, but I have a new idea coming up because you know Guardians was coming out at the time. Guardians has already come out." And uh, she goes, "Oh, you gotta tell me what it is." And her 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 boyfriend or whatever. I was like, oh, you got to tell us. So I told them what it was. I said, well, my idea is to find a baby Groot and then stick him on the crutch. So it looks like he's climbing up my crutch as I'm walking. But I said, I said that probably, I mean, I got 3D print something and then get it to like, the latch it on and stuff like that. And uh, I was like, that might take me a little bit. And I'm still learning my CAD and stuff like that more. And uh, they're like, oh, and I said, well, I have a better idea that I really don't want to pursue for the last few months not leaving my brain and I'm still gonna get on top of it and she goes what is it you have to tell us so I told her I was like you know I'm a huge Batman and Joker fan especially from you know the original Batman back in 90 uh the animated series the Japan version which they you know Kevin Conroy voiced um 
Apparently, fun story about that too. Tim Curry actually voiced uh, Joker in that original one, and then they had to. This is just a rumor, but yeah, apparently Mark Hamill said yeah they did, and then they had to cover it up. Like he had to come in, and he wasn't the original voice of Joker. Um, and we found that out through Killing Joke. If you watch Killing Joke in the theater for Phantom Events, like he speaks about how he actually got the role. Um, but yeah, man. So they, since I was a kid, I was you know I'm a disabled guy, so. They were always my thing. Kevin Conroy has that uh, rustic just voice, uh, you know, and Mark Hamill. <sighs> just that Joker laugh, that Jokerness, and what he does. And I was like, shit, man. So I was talking to a few friends at work who do sculpting, and they're working on Horror Nights right now. And I mentioned to him, I saw him the other day, and I was like, hey, man, I want to get, I have an idea. I was like, I don't know how to do it. But I was like, he's like, because Shane's really big into, um, and Shane's one of the model makers at Universal who does Halloween Horror Nights. I can't talk about what they're doing. And even they can't talk about it until it's released publicly. And you'll, you'll know that in a few coming months before when it starts. Um, but anyway, so he's like, man, what have you, have you thought about the new idea? I said, yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do Batman on one crutch and then the Joker on the other crutch. And he goes, oh? And I said, yeah. His eyes lit up and he was like, oh, my God, you're going to 3D print anything? I said, yeah. I said, I'm going to do some gauntlets on both arms so it looks like there's gauntlets like right here my crutch holds but the forearm crutch goes like right here so i'm gonna do that and then on the other one because I, I i love like lime green so it's gonna be like i'm gonna take painter's tape and then put ha 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 on one but i want to 3d print some parts so i'm gonna be working on that hopefully in the coming weeks and i have clay here that i want to use too so i kind of want to sculpt something out um, so that will be the new goal. So I told, like I said, I told the couple and Shane what I was going to do. They lost their freaking mind. Shane lost his freaking mind. But he, he looked at me. He's like, man, you need to do um, Star Wars related. I'm like, yeah, like lifesavers for Peter Mayhew. Like they did a few of them, uh, Alan Lincoln and then Dave Sadler told me something about that when I was at work one day. And Alan's like, yeah, Peter, Peter, or not Alan, but uh, Dave told me that about Peter Mayhew's, they built him like a lifesaver crutch for his legs because he, you know, he has a cane that he used to walk up because Peter Mayhew's like super old and his body, his body's breaking down. But anyway, so I thought, you know, what the hell, man, I can definitely do something cool for my crutches. I think when I'm done with them and getting designing and building them and getting like the, the covers for them, I think it's going to be crazy how I'm going to do it. But I think I'm going to run over to AutoZone and grab some paint and stuff like that because it needs to be automotive to stick to the aluminum. Um, I might have to do a few coats, man, because I drop the same things constantly. I, I, the crutch be, becomes your, your, your a part of your body. You just kind of forget about it and just drop it and the paint will wear off. But um, I like to walk around and have something customizable to me, but I'm a huge Batman and Joker fan, so um, people probably freak out when they see them. like, oh my god, and probably steal them again. Hopefully not. Um, I'm still working on Jodell's thing. I still got to get a hold of the, the crutch company and see if I can actually get a crutch for half price to, to do it. I want to get that started. Ninjaflex has been giving me some issues also, but that's the goal with the crutch. That's going to be Batman and Joker, which I'm fucking excited about because I really want to do something cool, man. Like I think I'm, uh, I want to get back into clay sculpturing because you're able to manipulate the thing as your model. You know, you're able to get the nice. And I've been looking for a few things on Thingiverse and a few other things, and they have some good models. I've been looking into laser scanning, 3D, um, 3D scanning. Alan, and I bumped into him the other day as we were talking because he works for the the prop department now. He's, you know, the conceptual design, and he was telling about the new scanner that they got. And he was like, "Man, it's like all hooked up, and it has a scanner thing, man. It's like fully detailed renders." He's like, "It's 
a shit ton of money. I'm like, yeah, probably fucking a hundred thousand to two hundred thousand dollars just for that. He's like, yeah, I think it's modern desk or some shit. But um, the Connect, since I have, I'm a gamer and I have two Connects. I have the Connect version two and Connect version one. Um, I'm gonna look into the um, scanning features for them because I bought the XYZ scanner about, I want to say about a year ago now. For 150 bucks, I really couldn't complain. Like, it's like, okay, cool. Now, the problem, my problem with XYZ is they really don't, they're not really good with publicity. They're not really good with their PR, which is scary because it's like, okay, what does the printer really do? What's the scanner really do? And they had a guy at a conference and they showed like a uh, 60 second clip of them scanning the guy's head and they didn't really get into the, to the program. So I have it, I've used it. It's a pain in the fucking ass. It's using real sense technology. Uh, I can actually show you the scanner. We don't drop anything. There we go. Uh, this is a 3.0, and for those listening, it's a, uh, you can watch the video, but it's this little thing right here, this little button right here, and you hold it like this, and then you go around the model. It's a 3.0, um, it needs an iCore processor. This computer does not have that, but I was able to kind of get around that, and it actually does work on the computer. Um, the rendering mm, is, is good. It does what it needs to do. It sends out an infrared light, and... Uh, uh, uses a camera to map your face, and I've done a few facial scans, and it came out okay. Not many people have been doing good reviews on it. It's got maybe like a two-star on Amazon, which people are like, ah. But the Connect program that I saw, I've been trying, really wanting to get into it, um, seems to be running a little bit better. I'm not sure how much it costs. I'll be checking that today, and then I'll be talking about it a little bit more in a later podcast this week. Um, but I've been kind of wanting to do that. I want to get back into clay sculpturing, and uh, um, hopefully... It works well. I'm not hoping. I'm not looking forward to a higher detail scan, but the Connect version two, because Windows 10 has the 3D scanning software, which I haven't used. I have used the setup and stuff like that, and it allows you to go to your printers. So Windows has made the idea that everyone's going to have a freaking 3D printer lying around. Everybody's going to be an engineer, which, in my estimate, it's happening, but it's not happening as everybody thought. People want to point and click. It's kind of like what an iPad does. As simplistic as possible, 3D printing is not that at all. Um, the M3D printer, I mean, that's that's as close as you're going to get to a point and click printer. You know, you don't have to level it, you don't have to do shit. And it p- prints in PLA. I think they go for about 250 bucks. A friend of mine actually owns one. Greg owns one, and I asked him about it, and he I was like, hey, how's it working out? He's like, yeah, I made a few things. I just bought it for shits and giggles to print a few things. Uh, nothing major, just like a couple of knickknacks for the house, stuff like that. Then I have another guy at work that wants to get into it because he wants to start 3D printing. Um, uh, he plays Dungeon in D&D, so he wants to print out like characters for D&D. He's made his friends are going to like actually go out and you know grab one. So I kind of told him, I was like, you know, you might want to go with this one or that one. I was like, not too expensive printers. I was like, you want one you can actually fix and, you know, whatever have you, like the Robo or the DaVinci 1.0. Or, but I directed him to a few other companies that he could probably go to so he's not burn, burning his, you know, wallet at all. And, um, you know, he already seen that he looked, looked like the one that he wanted. But I told him, I was like, definitely go with Simplified 3D. If you get any damn 3D printer, go with Simplified. Because Simplified, the, the slicer, man, has just been amazing. It's worth the price, worth the effort. And they haven't even sponsored me. They're not even sponsors. It's just that when I looked into slicing, uh, I used Matter Control. I've used Cura. You know, and it depends on what you like. I mean, Cura was cool with me. It has a nice x-ray mode and stuff like that. Well, Simplified 
is like nothing I've ever used it for. It allows you to actually scan the 3D, scan the damn print. Um, the best part about it, I guess I'm my forehead. Oh, man. Um, shit, the best part about it is uh, it allows you to uh, put the sports where you need them so you can stop wasting material. So you, every layer that you have, you can adjust it for your liking. I am still learning about that. There's a guy uh, that does a really good video. I can't remember his darn name. Um, it's on YouTube. He's part of one of their... He's actually on their website. He's like one of their contributors to it. Um, and he kind of talks about that through a YouTube video and like how you're able to adjust the lighters and adjust the infill to what you want. And that's just incredible on how you're able to do that. Unlike most programs where you're like, oh shit, I need this or this or this. And the print's like struggling. I mean, even my previous Instagram videos with the hand groups, I had that issue with my, my lightering issues. So one lighter, it would turn into like uh, 100% and the other one would turn to like 0%. Like, what the hell? But um, that's all been fixed now, and I've kind of fixed a few things. But definitely, definitely love that stuff. But I have a few friends, like I said, that want to get into that, so I've kind of given some printer advice. He already kind of picked one that he like. I just can't remember the name of what he chose. I think it's going for around, like, maybe I want to say about, um, about two, 300 so that's not too bad. And everybody thinks that 3D printing, they're like, shit, man, it's going to cost me, like, 400 bucks. But um, no, not too bad. Not too pricey. But... Uh, later on tonight, I'm going to try the 3D scanner stuff because I really want to, like I said, get into sculpting. I'm going to be working on some of the Ninja Flex. i got to figure out what's going on with the infill and slow the speed down a little bit. Um, I now have us up on um, uh, Twitch, YouTube, uh, and uh, Periscope. We actually live, I live stream my prints now. I made a little thing for the webcam I got now. Works amazingly well. It is the... Uh, Logitech Pro, uh, it works amazingly well. I'm starting to use, I'm using a Restream IO as the Restreamer so I can go to all the different sites. I don't like with that, that um, Facebook is included, but you need to pay an extra 10 bucks a month for an RTMP link just to get that to work. Yeah, I agree that it's worth the money if you have enough followers, but for me, it's not really feasible just yet. I mean, the what I like to stay feasible on is definitely YouTube, um, Instagram, and then Facebook are the, my, my three. Everything else is kind of like Twitch. Really, not nobody nobody really jumps into it. And sadly, it's more for gamers, and you want to log in and watch gaming. Now, I'm just trying to 3D, you know, show the prints on how they're printing, and and walk you guys through it, give you guys some tips and tricks. Um, I'm gonna be printing some new hangers for myself again because the hangers are kind of breaking down, which I gotta give it right that in my little report that I made uh, about the case study for NinjaFlex. And so far, it's looking like I'm getting about four or five months maybe out of the grips, and they're now they're now starting to break down. The interior infill is starting to break down because of all the grabbing and squeezing and what have you. Still not bad though. Still not bad. I, I literally have no hand pain anymore. A little bit of um, um, hand numbness because the way I grab them sometimes, and I'm just standing there like waiting for something, and your hand can go numb. And that happens with any grip, but literally, my callus has gone down on my hands um, much, much better. <coughs> Sorry, for that. I'm very curious what it's going to do for Joe Dell, but that's what I'm going to be working on pretty soon for that. Um, yeah, that's pretty much what's been going on my week for the 3D printing. Now I'm going to get into what I was doing for the last couple of days. So, 
Movie to review. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Guardians of the Galaxy has come out, volume two. I was able to go see it for free, but uh, I ended up going out with a great friend of mine, Trent Ward, who is working on Hollywood Horror Nights and does, he's a makeup artist himself, so we ended up, see, he ended up taking me out to go see it at the 4DX at Point Orlando. Captain Smith has talked about it a lot in his podcast, Hollywood on Babylon, Batman on Batman, and a few others that he's actually gone to in Hollywood. Um, and Point Orlando is the only one that actually has it. It's called 4DX. And what they do is they have seat rockers and it tilts and it lighting and there's wind and there's, you know, snow, which is actually like like soap bubbles that fall in your head that look like snow. They chilled on the theater in certain scenes. I mean, there's lighting, there's smells, there's um, smoke that they blast and you know, all that kind of crazy stuff. Anyway, um, I liked it. I really liked it. I think that... Uh, Everybody keeps telling me not as good as the first one. I kind of have to agree just a little bit. I didn't hate the second one. Loved loved it immensely. Gave it an A. I have no complaints. The soundtrack was good. There were some songs I really liked. Kurt Russell as the dad. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Uh, amazingly done. I mean, they really broke down the song that his mother, Peter Quill's mother, <laughs> and uh, they fall in love with him. He, like, broke it. What a girl, girl, what a fine wife you would be. I freaking thought that was great. Maybe Groot, Vin Diesel, auto-training the boys, freaking amazing. Michael Rooker did a fucking amazing job as the character. I never fell in love with it so much. And just the effects of, like, the chairs tilting as the damn, the, uh, the seats would tilt forward and backwards. Holy shit, did that bring another effect into me? Because I took filmmaking. I'm still a filmmaker at heart. And uh, my buddy Trent weighed about big kind of dude. I'm surprised to see he actually felt it too. Like he said that, that um, even for his size, he had to, he had to like. I guess when the seats move, you can, a lot of people were getting up and then tilting back like this and getting back into the seat because the seats. There's some scenes where there's air blowers by your ears, so you when your bullets fly out, it's like so you'd feel like this little flick by your ears. Um, the smells and stuff like that. There was bubbles in one scene. I won't say which scene. Fuck it, I will, because it's spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. They finally get to the planet where his father is from. This It's basically his father. The planet is his father. And as you're going, and then there's all the mole on this little thing, and it's flying, and all these bubbles. And it's the scene. There's bubbles actually in a theater that are floating around with the scene. It's fucking was incredible. I thought that was neat. But, like, in the beginning of the scene, like, for when, you know, they opened it up and stuff like that, uh... I thought that was cool, man. Like, the car, like, the camera actually tilted down. There was a breeze. They actually blew in. They turned the fans on, you know, really nice and soft. And then when you got closer, like, there was wind blowing through your hair. You could smell the flowers. And it was freaking amazing. Like, and when he went to go shift the gear and the music, and you just feel the bass, and you just feel like the chair kind of tilting a little bit, it just felt right. It felt like you were in a car. Like, as you were shifting gears, you felt the car, the stutter on the, on the bumps in the road and stuff like that. I thought that was fucking incredible. Um, worth the price to me. I think it cost my buddy 21 bucks, and we had to choose our seats at Point Orlando. Um, I, it, I think it held about maybe like 300 people, maybe I maybe less, probably about 200 people. Um, it's a very, uh, it's got a handicap area where you can go up in the elevator and stuff like that. Um, the screen is not an IMAX, but everybody saw it just fine. Uh, just the way the theater is built up, it's really intimate, and uh, it really felt good. I do not recommend if you have a drink, like an open can or soda. You might they have cup holders, but you might want to put those on the ground. 
um, and there's a lot of leg room because there's like a little lip that you, your feet go on and stuff like that because you're tilting and going to it. Um, in one scene, you are, there's a battle scene, and you were just fucking bah, 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 and there's little rockers behind the seat that actually nudge you. So when, like, Groot was getting, like, thrown around, baby Groot was getting thrown around, hitting the rocks, this, these nudgers will, like, kind of like uh, pinballs, kind of whacking your back a little bit. Not too hard, pretty delicate, um, but you still could feel, like, the, the arrow as uh, Andu was fucking going right to your chest, like, and you felt the, because the guy, the arrow flew through his chest, and, um, the gun battles and the flight battles, and just the, some of the scenes were getting incredible with it. I really enjoyed the movie, um, just for that effect. Ended up going again. I took my lady out to go see it in that in the 40x, and she liked it. Enjoyed the movie. We watched the first one again before we went to go see it, and I said, "Hey, man, I'll pay for it. Let's go do this." That's how much I kind of enjoyed that new experience of 40x. Um, She's not really big on motion or like that. She doesn't have any big rides either when she's at work. But um, she said she almost tossed twice, but that was just her. She has a she has a late stomach, which means she gets woozy a little bit easier. Especially toward the end, end of the scene, she goes, the ending of the movie kind of made me kind of sick because it was kind of, it was battling, they were battling a lot. So it was like, uh, 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 and you're, you're moving like this. And it, some people felt like, holy crap, you know, um... But all in all, I really enjoyed it. Definitely worth the money with Guardians. Um, Kurt Russell did a great job. Um, I did like the... For me, people said they really didn't, they, that they were more of a team in the last one. They were kind of fighting a bigger thing. You know, the Destroyer, what have you. I like this one because it kind of broke into the characters more. Um, I didn't find anything wrong with it. My buddy kind of said that to me too. We both nerded out to the movie. And he kind of said the same thing against spoilers. Um... You know, Drax kind of finding out, you know, what was going on. Dave Bautista actually broke into that character a little bit more and had a little more fun with it. And I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, with what he was doing with the character. He had more to say. And it was just getting hilarious. Michael Rooker doing what he does best. Uh, breaking, you know, breaking in. And then there's a little... Spoiler, spoiler, spoilers. Sylvester Stallone is in the movie. And Andu and him used to work together. So kind of crazy with the old Guardians there, and my buddy kind of explained that to me, um, but seeing, uh, Nebula and, um, Nebula talk to her sister finally, I mean, they both were going at it, but you kind of realized there was a sister sense there, and you kind of, spoilers again, you know, what was going on between both of them, why Thanos did what he did, and, um, you know, it's just crazy, you know, it was a great freaking rendition, Peter Quill meeting his father and kind of breaking into that, and there's just one scene that um, that uh, you know I, I I like to death, where you know, spoilers. You know his father wants him. His father is taking over worlds. The reason why he went to Earth to impregnate his mother is because he was trying to build, um, trying trying to create over trying to take over the universe. He wanted he explored. He didn't know how he was created, but he said, you know, I went to explore and I wanted. I wanted to find life. When I found life, I found life that life was boring. It wasn't me. So what he's trying to do is take his entity. He was planting these little flowers all around Earth, like little little seeds of himself, to critique over the whole world. So everybody would be him. It would pretty much be him. He would take over everything, and it would be him. Peter, the reason why Peter is so important to him, and the reason why he had Ando, um, shit, I'm pronouncing the damn name, Michael Rooker's character, sorry, would, you know, get him is because... He wanted him, Peter, 
Peter is the son of him, and Peter's mother, you know, um, shit, Peter's mother was the only person that, um, that the, his powers were able to, to go into, so Peter is in part special, he's the only thing that ever, ever worked, um, reason why, because you go into the story and you find out, shit, all these bodies are here, like, what, where, where all these bodies come from, and all of a sudden, the, his little, the lady in the Mantis tells Dave Batista like, what the hell is going on. She's like, all those skulls you see down there are all of his kids, but none of them had the power to extend life. Peter is the only one that actually, when they had sex, and it happened, it worked. Like, he's the only one that can actually generate, you find out, has power, and he can contain. But then you find out, like, this. he's like telling Peter, he's like, hey, man, you know, you know, I, this is the reason why I found you, because you're, you know, you're the only one. I heard about this guy named Star-Lord, and, and they're going more into life. But um, he's telling Peter, he's like, this is my life goal. This is my dream to take over every planet. He bops them on the, right here on the forehead and tells them, goes like his contact, the con- makeup was fucking incredible. The eyes would light up. His eyes were like turning like gray, but it had like glowing eyes. And he's like, yeah, man. He's like, I, mean, I went to see your mother a couple of times, and I had to leave her because if I am away from my planet for so long, I will, my, my form, this human form that I have, will die. And I, my light will be extinguished. So his light is his energy. He is always immortal, what have you. And Peter is immortal as long as he stays on the planet too, and he you know comes back and regenerate. But Peter didn't know that. Anyway, so you know he's telling him this, and you know he's like you know I need to show you something, Peter. And he's been trying to tell Peter like you know this is my life's goal. This is why I went to go impregnate your mother, mother, and what have you. But the one kicker is that uh, everybody kind of felt like something was up on the. Planet, sorry. And what happened was, is you know, he tells his mother, tells him, you know, he's like, yeah, it's a shame I had to plant your, you know, kill your mother. I, t- in order to get you, all of you here, to get you your mind right, I implanted the tumor in your mother's brain. I, I, it, it pains me to do that, but I loved your mother. Your mother was everything to me. But this is my life's goal. This is my dream. Your mother. I, what I'm doing here into the universe to myself to give me life, to give myself meaning. Uh, I had to. I had to either. I had to. You know. I you, you. I had needed you because you are the damn seed to this whole plan. You know. Without you, I can't do this plan. I, you're. You're. The two of us together will create this. And then they had a fight. But the one scene I loved, he's like, "What?" His eyes, his eyes just like he comes out of that. You know, the 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 meditation state that he put him through. And he just fucking blasted him with his gun. There was no hesitation there. James Gunn did an amazing job telling that story. And I think that my buddy kind of complained about it. He was like, you know, Guardians 1 was better. But I feel like, um, I feel like, you know, uh, with, you know, with that scene right there, that kind of made me happy. He's like, he's like, it kind of just, you look at the character and it was just, Okay, this guy just wants to be a, a, a bad guy. This is what he wants to do. So I kind of get the thing with the Infinity Gem in the first one and kind of understanding. But James Gunn, I think he did a great job, and I really enjoyed the ending of the story. It's like, all right, well, it's kind of a family film, and this one kind of getting to everybody's story. I think everybody, the reason why I liked it, everybody kind of told more of themselves. Nebula, and then uh, Drax, and then Rocket, and then Groot, and I. I, I didn't hate it, but it, to me, I, I I saw it twice. That tells you something. I I really enjoyed it and got to understand it more. 
My buddy said when he read my saw with me again, he said he went, I saw it this my second time seeing it. I think I appreciated it more. I think I understood more of it. I think that's what everybody should do is see it twice. Um, if you're gonna go see it regular, and a couple of the guys I told 4DX about, they're like, man, I don't want my chair fucking everything. I just want to watch the film. But I actually thought 4DX, like I said, paid off in the end for me. Um, I really enjoyed the movement. Will I do it again? Maybe so. Um, it was kind of chilly in some scenes because they were blowing a lot of AC in some of the scenes to make you shit feel chilly. But it felt cool when you were jet flying and your, you know, your chair was flying around. It didn't feel intrusive. It felt like James Gunn had something to do, apparently my, my buddy said, he had, uh, James Gunn had something to do with the um, design of it. So he he's the one that programs, you know, tells the guys to program the sheets the way they move and stuff like that. Just so it feels subtle and the tilt shots, stuff like that. But it felt kind of weird when Rocket was actually jumping on head to head to head. And then you could hear, and it just felt really cool. And um, all in all, I liked it. I liked, thought it was cool. I, it was a very good send-off for a lot of the comic book nerds. Um, Stan Lee with this character, my buddy kind of explained that to me. He's like, yeah, when you listen to him, it kind of, he's like, and once I was a FedEx guy, so it's kind of like Stan Lee's in the universe of Marvel, you know? So he's talking to the, the Watchers on the planet, spoilers, and uh, he's telling them about his Marvel life. You know, all the movies, all the cameos he's been in. So that was pretty cool. There are three endings, which I thought was cool. Groot does get bigger in one of them. Um, you find out about Adam, which I'm still not too familiar what Adam actually is. But some of you nerds out there might know. Um, Trent kind of didn't know either. Trent was like, you know, Trent did tell me that, uh, you know, the Marvel universe has been changing because of the new characters. Disney is doing a new kind of take. They're not really going by their own comics. And if you see the new comic books, you see that they use Chris Pratt Drax. So they're kind of using the characters like Nick Fury and stuff like that. Does the redesigning them around the actual actors that are playing these characters. So things are changing. I mean, if you're a big comic book fan, things are really changing for the better and fun. But all in all, like I said, I gave it an A. Um, I really enjoyed it. Saw it twice. And hopefully you guys will enjoy it. You know, the, you know it was enjoyable. I mean, I liked it. I had some friends that were like, yeah, I liked the number one better, but I didn't hate it. I really enjoyed it. I'm going to go see it. And um, one of my friends was, you know, we talked about the 4DX experience. And people were like, I really want to give that a try. How was it? I said, it wasn't intrusive. So definitely if you're in Ryan Orlando, try the uh, 4DX. I'm glad we got to try it. Um, it's about 21 bucks for just a regular ticket. Uh, and then 19, I think it was 1954, like a matinee over at Point Orlando. So wasn't too bad. Um, but if you're going to go to the one here at Point Orlando, I think it's the only one actually in Florida. I want to say, the only one in Orlando, I want to say, um, it's not bad, just make sure you get your parking validated so you're not going to get charged with parking and their parking garage there, but um, all in all, I had a blast, so that's pretty much what I've been up to this week, and right now I'm just going to get 3D scanning, hopefully this episode wasn't too shitty for you guys, I'm sorry, it's been taking a bit, um, I'm actually going to be 3D printing in just a few moments, a few parts for, uh, I found some sculpting tools, because like I said, I gave Shane some of my stuff. So I'm going to be doing that in a little bit. But I'm going to let you guys go in just a few minutes. I actually need to do a little bit of uh, supporter reads, so I'm going to do that again. Um, for that, if you guys need to uh, make some money or anything like that, and you're trying to get some cash, just for some rent or whatever, I recommend using driving using Lyft. If anybody needs to get online, use my code TUMP. Again, that's TUMP for $5 off your first ride with Lyft. I used Lyft the other day, and it wasn't too bad. My driver... I uh, had a little bit of navigation issues, and the, the app was taking him any weird ways, but I'm not going to lie, <laughs> it was taking him weird ways, but when he got to me, it was kind of a hot day in Florida for me, um, he apologized for everything, and it was still a great ride, 
I got home super cheaply, and uh, it was good. It was fun, and it was just hot, and you know, I gave him a nice view and stuff like that. But then, guys, I just left because it's easier to get around, and you can tip within the app, and <laughs> it's a lot cheaper than cabs. It really is. I'm gonna be using it tomorrow to do a few things. Um, we already have my car requested for the morning. It's nice, man, because they're right there. Uh, and I use it when I go to work or what have you. I just can't get around to where I need to be. Uh, it's just nice because you ain't gonna find a. You don't have to find a parking spot. Uh, just got a message from somebody. Um, but uh, yeah, you can definitely use my code TUMP for five dollars off your first ride. Highly recommend it. Give it a shot. See what happens. Also, again, use um, if you're looking for videography or filmmaker at all to get in Orlando or weddings, what have you. Use Weiss Productions. That's W E E C E Productions. He is actually been one of my supporters, and um, he does videography for in the Orlando area in Daltona. So if you guys need anybody, I'll put him up on my my page, and uh, you guys can hit him up. He's budget friendly for weddings, shooting stuff like that. And my buddy Daniel also, I just posted his stuff on our Facebook page. So if you guys need some drone shooting, Daniel has been doing some drone shooting. He's got quite a few lists that he's got to get done. Uh, but I'm just trying to help some develop some business for him because they support me, and I and again support them. I don't make any money, but, you know, it helps build people up. So if you're looking for any good drone shooting, his video reel is going to be up on my Facebook page, and so is Eric's stuff. Um, again, for Lyft, T-U-M-P, check that out for $5 off. But check out both of these guys. They are amazing, good friends of mine, and they do some great shooting, budget, budget-friendly, for any occasion, wedding, what have you. If you're trying to get a short film done and you need a quick drone, uh, a couple of drone shots, he can work with you. Um, uh, Daniel's really good at what he does. His... Check out his um, his link. It's on my Facebook page at OpenMindIndustries.tm. Check us out on there. Or go to OpenMindIndustries.com. Click on our Facebook button on there. And it'll be up there. But uh, after all, hopefully everything works out for all of them and myself. And hopefully you guys enjoyed the episode. I'll be posting some live stream stuff. So if you guys want to check us out on, on the uh, Twitter, please hit us up and become a subscriber. I'd really appreciate that. Also, YouTube, I would like a, I would like at least one subscriber. I've got nobody subscribed to that, but whatever. What happens? I don't, you know, I'm not going to beg. But um, if you guys also want to donate to the Patreon page, please, that'd be great. Um, but uh, all right, hope you guys have a great, great week. I'm going to keep at this. I will talk to you guys more throughout the week. Sorry, it's been taking too long. And again, happy belated Mother's Day to every mother out there, including my own mother. Thanks, Mom, for everything. You've been great and amazing. And also, early birthday wish to my brother, Adi. Tomorrow, happy birthday, bro. Wishing you all the best. Wish I could be in New York with you. Um, uh, no, but that is what it is. We can't be here when everyone wants. But thank God we have technology and Skype. And uh, I'm also going to be doing, probably this week, probably the review on the Apple Watch and probably the Echo, which I now changed the name to Computer. It's really, really cool because now it sounds like Star Trek. But anyway, guys. Thanks for joining in. Hopefully this wasn't too boring for you. Sorry I rambled again. But what do you want for free? Alrighty. Enjoy, guys. And always, always keep an open mind. See ya. Have a good one.